Hey, Graphic Audio fans. This is Dwayne Beeman here with this week's Pick of the Week. My pick this week is Marvel's Thanos, Death Sentence by Stuart Moore. There aren't many villains in the Marvel Universe who has wreaked as much havoc as the mad titan Thanos. Considered one of the most powerful supervillains we have seen in comics, Thanos is feared by every hero in existence, and with good reason. This story starts off with Thanos in possession of the Infinity Gems, which gives its owner omnipotence over time, space, reality, mind, power, and soul. Thanos wanted to give his one and true love, Mistress Death, the ultimate gift, the death of all living beings in the universe. So, Thanos proceeds to wipe out the living, including just about all of the Marvel heroes. However, before that deed was done, Iron Man managed to strike a deal with Thanos' grandfather, Kronos, to have him aid human existence in exchange for his freedom as Thanos had imprisoned him. This exchange allowed Thanos to be stopped and order in life was restored in the universe. Mistress Death wasn't too happy with Thanos and stripped him of his powers and his old skin. But she decided to give Thanos one last shot. A shot at what, you might say? You're gonna have to get the book to find out. Author Stuart Moore, who you may remember wrote the prose novel for our production of Marvel's Civil War, does a tremendous job in writing this story, which gives us more insight on such a complex character as Thanos. One minute you are sympathetic with him, and the next minute you hate him. The production of this book is off the charts, with great direction from Scotty Tuhati McCormick. Equally impressive is the great sound design provided by Justin Wirtz. However, the highlight of this production was actor Christopher Walker's excellent performance as Thanos. The cast is rounded off with great narration from Richard Rowan, and performances from Arnie Penning, Erica Rose, Danny Stoller, Andy Clements, Mort Shelby, Richard Cutting, Stephen Carpenter, Yasmin Toison, Nora Ashradi, and Helen Pafumi, among others. This is, without a doubt, the biggest Marvel production we have done to date, and may very well be our most impressive. That's why you need to go out and grab Thanos' death sentence right now. Let's listen to a clip of Graphic Audio's production of Marvel's Thanos' death sentence. A burst of cosmic energy blasted against Thanos, disrupting his expanding atomic structure. For a moment, he felt not pain exactly, the ghostly memory of the sensation, a whisper of hurt, a flash of anger. He turned stone eyes to the source of the blast. The Silver Surfer stood astride his board, channeling unimaginable power through his outstretched hand. That power had been granted the Surfer by Galactus, the devourer of worlds one of the few beings whose strength rivaled Thanos' own. But the Surfer alone could not have pierced Thanos' enhanced body. The Vision floated nearby, channeling a steady blast of solar energy through the jewel in his forehead. The young hero called Nova gritted his teeth, shooting forth pulses of gravimetric force through his outstretched hands. Captain Marvel thrust forward one fist after the other, sending radiant energy that flared in blinding bursts. Captain America floated behind them directing the assault, eyes wide with alarm. Again, Thanos smiled. You should be alarmed, Captain. He sent a thought command to the power gem, and the assault simply ceased. The range of energies of solar and cosmic and gravimetric power stopped short of Thanos, as if a force field had been erected. Now, Thanos decided, casting his thoughts forth to Mistress Death. Now, 
the slaughter begins. The power gem flared, and then died down again at his command. Why just kill them all? Much better to show them the full power of the gems first. A display, a demonstration to the assembled universe of what was to come. He turned first to Captain Marvel. She bore a trace of Kree power within her, the legacy of the most fearsome warrior race in the galaxy. Yet she herself was human, mortal, a fragile speck in a large, hostile universe. The space gem pulsed. With the slightest twitch of a cosmic string, Thanos shifted space around Captain Marvel. A moment of disorientation, and she found herself alone and helpless, far from her world, her teammates, her ship, far from the raging battle. Somewhere near the orbit of Pluto, billions of miles away, Thanos reveled in her panic. She would die in the depths of space, far from Earth, as hunger and thirst inevitably destroyed her human form. Close ranks! The Surfer, Nova, and the Vision moved closer together, renewing their assault. They couldn't keep this up forever, Thanos knew. It would be easy enough to wait them out, to allow them to exhaust themselves. But where was the fun in that? With a quick pulse of the Mind Gem, Thanos swooped inside the Surfer's thoughts. In a millisecond, the Titan witnessed the tortured creature's entire history. His childhood as Norrin Rad on the peaceful planet Zen La, his enlistment by the Devourer as Herald, and the triumphant moment when he had turned on his master, refusing to scout worlds for Galactus to consume. Thanos' fingers, each the size of a moon now, twitched. The Mind Gem subsided. The Soul Gem flared. Cruelly, surgically, Thanos reached into the Surfer's mind and altered his essence. The Surfer stiffened. He looked around at his comrades, as if seeing them for the first time. Then he turned and flew off into the void. Surfer, come back! Thanos smiled. The Soul Gem had returned Norrin Rad to a cold, emotionless state, as he had been when Galactus recruited him. This Silver Surfer cared nothing for humans, for love or friendship, for the survival of worlds. His inside matched his exterior, hard, gleaming, allowing no light to penetrate his soul. The Vision launched himself toward Thanos, his solar jewel blazing bright. Thanos cocked his head, studying the tiny android. Then he raised the gauntlet and aimed the reality gem. All around the Vision, space went mad. Planets careened and crashed, moons and comets appearing out of nowhere. All directions became one. The Vision scrabbled and flailed in the void, unable to find his way. The android's strength, Thanos knew, came from the rigid order of his artificial brain. Without that, the Vision was helpless, trapped in a private hell. Guys? Uh, guys? Thanos became aware of a voice breaking his concentration. A faint sound, almost too quiet to make out. Despite himself, his heart surged with hope. Was this Mistress Death? Had she arrived at last to share in his glory? Uh, guys, not to complain, but I'm kind of drowning in lizards here. Anger surged through Thanos. This was not Death's voice. It was a tiny human, a chittering insect he faced before. A moat, a speck of dirt. Spider-Man. Thanos frowned, seeking the source then raised an enormous stone eyebrow in surprise. While he'd been occupied with Captain America's assault, 
Ben Grimm had successfully boarded Thanos' starship Sanctuary. Spider-Man was among Grimm's team. I'm not yet used to operating on multiple planes at once. I must learn to divide my attention, to live in all time and space simultaneously. I have been a titan all my life, but I must learn what it means to be a god. He swept his fist wide, sending a trail of gem power flaring across the orbit of Mars. Captain America and Nova winked out of existence. There was no burst of power, no meeting of weapons in battle. They were there, and then they were gone. Thanos folded the bands of space and turned his attention to Sanctuary. He thrust his awareness inside, through the gleaming hull, and searched the two wings of the ship until he reached main mission and the thick central section. A fierce battle raged under the glaring lights and floor-to-ceiling viewports of main mission. The Black Panther leapt out, stunning Thanos' officers with his charged gauntlets. The alien crew members fell back, firing lasers. Johnny Storm, the Human Torch, soared overhead, raining fireballs down on the crew. Captain Styx, a salmon-colored humanoid with white eyes, stepped cautiously into the room. He swept his hand forward, and a horde of enlisted men, most of them recruited from lizard races, swarmed in after him. Spider-Man launched himself into their midst, punching and spraying webbing from both hands. This looks kind of... What's that thing that isn't good? Spider-Man webbed an armed lizard in the face. Bad! A hatch opened, propelled inward by the force of a rocky orange fist. It's clobbering time! Ben Grimm, the Thing, charged into main mission, followed by the muscular She-Hulk. A slim figure followed, soaring gracefully through the air. He wore a space helmet, but unlike those worn by Captain America's team, his wasn't filled with air. Prince Namor, the Submariner, threw in a deep breath of water and charged. Grimm and She-Hulk waded into the lizard men, punching and jabbing. The torch swooped up and down beneath the high ceiling, bombarding the enemy with fireballs. Namor launched himself like a missile through the air, mowing down Thanos' officers with his steel-hard fists. The panther kicked and thrust with his vibranium claws. Spider-Man cast a web at the ceiling and swung himself upward, then reached down to clog a few laser rifles with well-placed bursts of webbing. As Thanos watched, an odd emotion came over him. It took him a moment to recognize it as boredom. The space gem flared. In an instant, Namor was gone. Copyright Marvel If you enjoyed listening to the clip of Marvel's Thanos Death Sentence, you can purchase this title right here on our website, www.graphicaudio.net. The book is available in audio CD format and in all of our download formats, MP3, M4B, and FLAC. Plus, you can listen to our downloads anytime, anywhere with our free Graphic Audio Access app, available for Apple and Android devices. Be back soon as I'll have another pick of the week for you. Until then, peace.